0: You're listening to the Crowned One Podcast on the Stream Grace Network. All right, welcome, welcome.
1: I'm Stephen Cunningham. Welcome to Crowned One Ministries, Crowned One-on-One, where we do interviews with people all over the kingdom. And just uh, wanted to welcome you back with us. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, Today we're going to have a fun time. You're going to have to meet my uh, cohort in crime, my beautiful wife, Rebecca. (laughs) And then we also have, from Colorado, Pastor, what's his name back? <gasps> Rick McFarland. Oh boy, Rick McFarland's here with us, praise God. How are you doing, Rick? Can you hear us? I can hear you, doing very well. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. What we do is we uh, kind of just let everyone know that listens to us what other people are doing in the kingdom, so they can uh, either reach out and link arms with you, uh, or if they're visiting, they can come visit your church or whatever your ministry is doing. So we just wanted to say thank you for joining us. No, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So a little bit about you. You are the senior pastor of River Rock Church. Now, I'm not sure if you go by senior pastor or lead pastor, but uh, you go by there. You go, Pastor Rick.
0: Um, (laughs) How long you guys had a church there? Uh, We have just celebrated our ninth anniversary as uh, an incorporated church. We started as a reluctant Bible study (laughs) a couple of years before that. right? Uh, But it's been nine years since we incorporated.
1: Wow. Praise God. That's good. You know, we're going into our third year for our church, believe it or not. You know, Sanctuary OK in Oklahoma City. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying we're just we're closely watching you. So we know what to uh, what to do. So. (laughs) I won't say not to what to stay away from or anything, but you, know. yeah,
0: you learn things to do and not to do. I'll right. never do that. All right. Yes. I was waiting for
1: you to say that, not me. So um, very good. So um, now tell us a little bit about you, because we know you from, you know, from Karis Bible College, where, you know, you were an, uh, an instructor there. Well, you were dean,
0: right? What, what did you do
1: at Karis while you were there?
0: Well, I started actually in the phone center and did that for a year. And then I took a job as being over the correspondence program where people were taking their tests at home, mailing it in, and I graded the tests. And so I did that for about a year. And then uh, Greg brought me on as assistant dean of education and the ministry school coordinator. And then he took over the director of the school, and then I became dean of education. And then when he went over to the director of Army, I took the dean of faculty position. So awesome. I retired from that position. I'm um, a full-time pastor.
1: Awesome. Praise God. Did they give you a gold watch when you left after holding all those positions? <laughs> a gold microphone. Or a gold Bible with gold leaf yeah. on it. Anyway. Oh, good. Well, praise God. So now your uh, biblical education, you're a graduate of Rhema. Is that correct?
0: Yes, I graduated Oklahoma State University awesome. in 1991 and then went immediately into Raymond Bible Training Center, uh, 1991 to 93. Then I went to uh, Bobby Indians Bible School, the school of the local church, 95-96, and then finally uh, Karis Bible College, 2011 through 13. So as three Bible schools. It doesn't make me smarter, it just makes me a slow learner.
2: <laughs> well, you learn from some of the best, that's for sure. Those are some... World class Bible teachers, right there, all of them.
0: Yeah. So I've been blessed and who, who I've been able to sit under. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rebecca had a question about your decor. Yeah.
2: C- yeah. I need to know about that Elmo with the pizza on it in the background. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I
2: think people are dying to know.
0: Well, people <laughs> at our church well know that I I'm a fan of pizza. <laughs> so a lady in New Jersey actually found that. It's a very rare Elmo. And it's uh, it's a pizza, Elmo, and it sings uh, a pizza song and, and does a little dance. And so, uh, so I just have it proudly displayed in my office.
2: Well, as is fitting, a man of your pedigree.
0: Yes, <laughs> pizza as crazy. serious as I am. So,
1: what's your favorite pizza? Do you like? Do you have anything particular you like?
0: You know, I'm an equal opportunity pizza eater. I yeah. like quality crust, good quality cheese. So uh, I like New York style. I like uh, Chicago style, whatever. But it's, yeah, it's, uh, the crust is really where it's at and good quality ingredients. Ingredient. So life is too short to eat bad pizza. Agreed. <laughs> right.
1: I agree. I'm trying, you know, I do this, you know, I do this thing that's like a, you know, it's a four letter word. Uh-oh. It's K E T O. Anyway, so I do this keto thing and you know I'm really not supposed to eat anything with bread or anything like that. But I do have a cheat day uh every Sunday. And so when What's I What's your go to on the cheat day? Oh so it's either banana cream pie or pizza. Or both. Yeah, or both. So <laughs> both are pies, right? Right, exactly. But you know you could only eat so much on your cheat day before yeah. you're just like, Oh, I'm out. You know, I'm giving
0: so well, Stephen, what you do is you order the pizza and get some pie and just have a diet coke with it. <laughs> there we go. Or, Save you know, some
2: calories. <laughs> or,
1: do, or do like Andrew, you know, a diet. Uh, Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew. which anyway—that's
2: that's, that's got to be all chemicals. I,
1: you know, I give him a hard time all the time. He's like, you I drink a-. coffee, but exactly. drink right.
2: Right. No, I'm not I, drinking coffee. I talk
1: about that all the time with him. I always tell yeah. him, I say, hey, you know, you, you can't drink coffee, but you can drink <laughs> diet Mountain Dew. You know, so where's the line? You know, there is no line there. So, oh, anyway.
2: so but you and Joanne did keto, right? Didn't y'all do keto before? And I think I heard—I don't know if I heard it straight from you guys or through the grapevine—but you're supposed to have a cheat day. Right? And that, that kind you of know,
0: jump I mean, starts it? We, yeah, we, I mean, we've been around for a while, so what we remember was Atkins, right? <laughs> yeah, Beach. So South so. Beach. We, so we've, we've journeyed through a lot of different programs, but I remember keto. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you look back not with fondness. Uh, you know, why? I remember we were on Atkins and... And we wanted desperately have snacks, and the only thing we could find was pork rinds. So I, oh yeah, so my wife no, always remembered how I dragged her into that and us eating pork rinds. Oh, uh, I some, can't yeah. do it.
1: Oh yeah, I always <laughs> fill in my spots with beef jerky. You know what I mean? So it's like nine o'clock at night, and I'm starving to death. Mm, so I would always right. go and get some
0: some beef jerky and eat it. So I felt good about <laughs> myself. If you think pizza is a perfectly round meal,
2: <laughs> right? Uh, it all, see.
0: It has all five food groups in it. <laughs>
2: And it's perfectly round. So, you know, I have mind. the
1: same argument for ice cream. You know, it has all this just wonderful stuff in it that's <laughs> you know comes from a farm.
2: <laughs> a farm. <laughs> my gosh.
1: Anyway, so you know, hey, Bob Yandian. You know what a what a great guy. He's you know he's a he's a friend of ours, and he comes down here because you know he's only a couple hours away yeah. from us. So uh, we have him here at our church, and we do a lot of podcasts with him. And I get him always get him off on the topic of the pre adamic race and you know, the <laughs> Nephilim and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> him and Andrew, we have a little disagreement on that. So they, exactly. I you know, love it. Stuff, so, yeah. so we're gonna Yeah, I was under Bobby Indian for twenty years. He was my pastor. Oh. So oh. the Bible school oh. itself. Uh, wonderful expositor of the word of God. And yeah, that's where I actually uh, received my love of expository teaching. So that's mainly the type of teaching I do at River Rock Church is expository, and I really got that from Bobby Indian. Yeah, and uh, love that.
2: Do you remember we spent some time with Mario Marillo, mm-hmm. and he told us that he said Bobby Indian's probably the best Bible teacher that he knows about in yep. the United States. Yeah, that's quite a recommendation, uh, that, right there.
1: Yeah, that's really good. He, mm-hmm. he really had you know just amazing things to say about him. He is. I mean, he is very knowledgeable and you know this very well, obviously, but he's very knowledgeable just about in every area of the Bible you can bring up. So, yeah. you know, you know, starting a church, you know, we have people, we're so thankful that the people we have to reach out to, you know, Andrew Womack and, you know, Greg Moore and Bobby Andy and all, you know, these guys that just are so knowledgeable in the mm-hmm. word and have walked the walk. So mm-hmm. um that's really good. But so tell me a little bit about what, what are you guys doing at your church right now? Is there anything, are you, is there anything you're moving into? Is there anything the Holy Spirit's just been basically having you stay focused on? Or what's going on at your church right now?
0: Well, I think we're really obviously gearing up for a new a new move to a new building. We've maxed our building out. We've moved five different times, and so we've maxed this building out. And so we're just really focusing on our leadership team, and, and our focus has been on the love of God, which brings unity there. Um, so – um that's kind of what the focus was. We're right now we're in the book of Galatians with the church and um but we're looking at what God, God has something for us here. Probably we have a lease to the end of the year, and then I believe God has has the next phase for us.
1: Amen. Praise God. That's, that's really, really good. good. That's amazing. We're you know, we're on a lot smaller scale. You know, we started from like zero. We started from our our living room around yeah. a coffee table with three people. And then, That's where we started. Yeah. You know, Isn't that awesome? It's just there's there's nothing in the world like that. It's just, you know, and as we're growing, we just took our sixth, you know, we're in storefronts right now, but we, we went from two to four. Now we have six. And so we, we we're we really needing to make room for children, which yes. is why we got these other two now. So it's just, you know, we're really looking forward to that and are excited about that. So growth is awesome. Yeah. So do you have a building picked out or are you just still looking?
0: Yeah, we have a realtor out looking. So. Once you get to a certain size um, of a building, it becomes less and less options. Sure, um, but we're looking around twenty-five to thirty thousand square foot. So that's and preferably a church, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. take over a warehouse and do a lot of money and sure. try to make it into a church. So, so those those options are a lot fewer um, at that uh, the size we're kind of looking at. But God has it. Yeah, Amen. He's got
2: it. He builds. Yeah, Amen.
0: And- so are you thinking about, have you thought about
1: building? I know, and I know the cost, there's a huge cost difference, especially, you know, lately. I mean, just, it's outrageous, you know, the cost of buildings right now, but it is coming down. I didn't notice that, that, that the cost is starting to come down. So,
0: yep. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll consider building when Jesus walks in to my uh, <laughs> office and says build.
1: You know, it's so funny you say that, but that's how we started our church because Jesus walked into my office and I had an experience with him. And anyway, well, you know, I talk about that a lot, but I just wanted to say it's, 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 he will, I mean, he'll, he'll do it. I have, you know, I used to think and people used to tell me all the time, Jesus doesn't visit people anymore. He's done his stuff. And I was like, really? Hmm. So I never really thought much about that until it happened to me.
2: it happened to you. I was like,
1: oh, I can tell you that's not true. So.
2: <laughs> well, and on a personal note, both of our sons, when they went to Karis, uh, attended River Rock Church and loved it. So as a parent, we were like, thank you. You know, because it was a great experience for them.
0: Oh, well, the god. Yeah. So what are they doing? Then?
2: We've got one here. He moved back to Texas. One is still at Karis. He's a... He's, uh,
1: <laughs> He's in his second first year. So. He's
2: doing first year again, <laughs> which is good, but and I think he goes to River Rock actually. So it's not yeah. a good sign that you haven't seen him. I may have to give him a call. And
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: no, no. no, what you do is you call him out, you know, like just from yeah. the podium and go, you know what, the Lord is telling me something right now. Mm. Yeah.
0: You know, you
2: know? <laughs> no. But yeah. So so thank you, you know, just as parents. That's been a blessing to us to know they're in good hands.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I look forward to me enjoy and Joy look forward to come visit, visit you guys here coming up in April. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You're going to be here, you know, April 2nd. Yep. And, you know, mm-hmm. you even, I think you even mentioned that
1: you're, you're going to be at Karis here in Oklahoma City on April Fool's Day, and you said it was no joke. So I just, I, you <laughs> know, I, I took you at your word. So, right. <laughs> well, good. So um, let me ask you this um, a, lot of, a lot of crazy stuff going on right now in the yeah. world. And, you know, as. <laughs> as ministers and pastors and just as disciples i mean i've really been doing some in-depth research into some of the music and stuff like that that, that our youth is listening to today and it is just absolutely blatant you know the 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 devil worship that's going on with that and they're not even ashamed of it i watched three interviews yesterday with uh, people that are right now the 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 number one selling artists for our you know for our youth for the for the music yeah. And every one of them just in an interview, I'll listen to them say that, yeah, I've got this spirit that just enters me every time I go on stage and it's them that does this and it's not, you know, there's just no qualms, you know? So Mm -hmm. as a pastor of a church, um, first of all, how many youth do you guys have right now? And also is there, are you guys proactively doing anything to help them understand what it is that's out there? I mean, you know, this, this is kind of a general question. It's not a specific question. There's. Do you have a lot of youth, and if so, is there anything that you guys particularly caution them about? I mean, do you guys do that as a church?
0: Yeah, we have a youth group that meets, and so we have a wonderful um, couple that's over that, and um, so we're uh, some, we're at ranges how many youth comes. I think it's probably about an average around twenty at mm-hmm. this time. We have a lot of care students that come, sure, to, oh, yeah. to the church, so it's yeah. so not a whole lot of youth, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, as we grow into a bigger building, we want to reach more families that are coming, right? With more right. youth, sure. Uh, but you know what? The uh, the same thing that we're seeing today in our youth was seen in the early '70s, mm. and you saw a group of young youth and young adults that were totally lost. They were strung out on LSD. Uh, listening to weird uh, music and stuff like that but God visited the, that generation yes okay, there's a movie out called Jesus Revolution mm-hmm. which is good movie to recommend and God touched that touched that generation I believe he's starting to do it again Amen. with the revivals that are happening in Asbury and different colleges and so he's there's a group of, of a generation young generation that's seeking for truth. Seeking for all the right things, but all the wrong places. You're right. And so just as Chuck Smith, an older minister, was kind of uh, presented with this, and what are you going to do with this? Are you going to embrace this? Or are you going to go with your, with what status quo? Are you going to receive this new move and receive these, these young ones? And he said, yes, I will. And so he lost some of his other leaders in his church that wouldn't want to go that direction, but. I believe the same thing is going to be happening in churches around our country with the third great awakening. Sure. As we need to be willing to receive these these young ones that are going to be looking for guidance. Yeah. And uh so I see it starting to happen. Yeah.
1: Amen. Yep. Amen. And it's you know I just I just feel, you know, me personally, I just feel like we need to be, you know, uh as vocal as we can about that, you know, and, and boldly proclaim the gospel because you know, just personally, we know some pastors and ministers that will not talk about certain things just because it, you know, they're saying that it alienates the people that come to their church. And so, you know, I I just feel like, you know, if we're going to boldly proclaim the gospel, we need to make sure we proclaim the entire gospel and not just, you know, pick and
0: choose what we're teaching out of the word. So, uh, I just, you know, yeah, that's why I like expository teaching. I don't get to jump over scriptures that are uncomfortable. I I might be mm-hmm. teaching on the righteousness of God in Christ, and then the next week talking about adultery. Right. Amen. Wherever the verses are going, and so we, you know, some some of some of the scriptures that that I have to come across and teach is not one of the top hundred uh, <laughs> sermons to build your church, right. but it's the but it's the elements that we all need. Right. We yes. need all of the vitamins yes. from A to Z. We, yes. We need the vegetables and and the and
1: the banana cream pie. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so. right.
0: You know, and it's <laughs> but
1: it's it's the truth.
2: It's the truth, and it's
1: the truth that sets you free. So it's just that's uh, we, uh, yeah. That's the way that we understand. We you know we speak about what we the Lord wants us to talk about. You know what I mean? It's it's always we go with the peas with Him, and it's always been amazing. And the one thing He He directed us to do, when he, when we had that face to face encounter, He said, "Foundation, foundation, yep. foundation." In the whole time we've been doing this, um, we've had people that's been in church for 30, 40, 50 years come in, and they had no foundation. And so we're yes. seeing now, we're understanding what he meant by that. It's, it's you know, we've got to hit, get our foundation in order for us
0: to be able to withstand the storms that are coming, So, or and that are here. People, I'm finding people are hungry for the foundations. Uh, they are. We had a couple in our church that had a passion and a desire to develop a foundations uh, curriculum for the church. And it was the first thing I thought, you know, well, I have a lot of care students coming. They're getting solid teaching. It's not going to go over. But as a pastor, I like to release as much ministry as possible. Sure. And so I said, well, cool. Well, I'll just release you for it, and you can start it. And so I, I don't know if you know Ebony, Ebony Herbert Johnson. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ebony yeah. Johnson created that, our foundation. Cool. It's 12 weeks a 12-week program, and uh, it's been one of the best things That's that this weird. church has ever done. The Our room uh, is packed every time. And every time we do a new round, I think, well, okay, we went through. No one else is going to do it. Every single time, we're probably in the fifth or sixth round of it, and our rooms are still packed. Good. Wow, that's good. The foundations. See that's and so I think it's
1: it's key. That's that's so important. And you know, it's the same Holy Spirit talking to me that's talking to you guys, that's talking to, you know, people that are listening. And it's you know, for him to come in himself and say foundation, foundation, found well, you know, I'm gonna listen if he says it one time. But he said it three <laughs> times. You know what I mean? So Especially and, it says Stephen Stephen exactly right <laughs> verily verily Stephen anyway um,
2: <laughs> but it's, it's the uncomfortable truths the ones that do challenge us those are the ones that make us grow anyway and yeah. I've learned to lean into those and go, oh look, Rebecca needs to change you know, but it's always been good and it's always been for growth
1: yeah amen yeah, sure yep yeah that humility another foundational issue the humility you know being being teaching all one of the
0: it's not one of the most favorite uh, sermon series that goes off the shelf <laughs> Christian responsibility I don't so, know. Um, <laughs> ahead. Yeah.
1: you know what's awesome is we have such an amazing group of people We do. Um, like I say 30 40 50 years in churches you know you know like me I grew up in Pentecostal church Rebecca grew up in Southern Baptist Church but she's been delivered <laughs> but uh you know what what's amazing is um, the humility. That, that, that them to, to to say, come up and say, I, you know, I was taught wrong, you know, I was, I was limiting God, yeah. I was, you know, all of these things, and for people to do that, you know, that are teachable, or to be, you know, willing to be transformed, it's just so awesome, it just moves us all the time, such, so God, you know, and the other thing yeah. he told me was, he goes, don't look for people, I'll send you people, really? which is you know, as a, as a former drill sergeant, as a former police officer, as a, you know, all those things, I'm I'm one of those guys that goes, yeah, I'm going to make it happen. I'll go, you know, all right. You recruit. You, exactly. You you pick the right guy, Lord. I'll go get it done. He said, yeah. he goes, you don't look. He goes, I'll send him. And sure enough, we, I mean, everyone on staff, you know, our, our leadership team, everyone just, they, they started calling going, hey, the Lord told me I'm supposed to do something with you. And we're like, okay.
2: So. Yeah, same thing
0: for us, yeah.
1: Ain't that good? Yeah. It's so good. Well,
2: it takes all the stress out of it, too, yeah. doesn't it? Amen. And the Lord puts the team together, and we're all so completely different. It's so funny to be in our meetings. It, I mean, it's nuts sometimes, but it's beautiful because it's so well rounded. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's, so that's what we're calling it well rounded. <laughs>
1: So we have our associate pastor, Darren, who's, you know, he got 66 years in prison on 13 felonies. And he's our associate pastor. Just got miraculous. His experience. He got saved and set free and <laughs> ended up spending, you know, 48 months or something like that in prison. So it's so, so funny. You've got me and him standing up there. And, I, you know, me, I was a police narcotics officer and he's a, you know, was in prison. And we're both he Spent sp- time chasing him. Exactly. <laughs> spent time. So we're uh, we're both up there, you know, just loving, loving the loving Lord. The Lord. You know, and so, you know, and then Rebecca's got her own story. So. <laughs> but anyway, we're, you know. Yeah. But, you know, and here's what I want people to understand is people listening to this all over the world, just going, you know, listen, you know, Rick is our brother. Yes. You know, Tom Heinig is our brother. <clears throat> Darren's our brother. Yes. You know, and we're a brothers and we are in different locations doing what God has asked us to do. And we're doing it together. We're walking through this together, yeah. you know, because I know that if I need. $20,000, I'll just call Rick and go, hey, just, you know, can He's you ca- it. can yeah. you cash app? You know, and I know that he would do it in love.
2: That's Rick uh, Johnson.
0: Yeah, that's right. He goes, he, the Rick. Because other other I'll send you a pizza. How about that? An Elmo. Yes, exactly. But it's
2: true. We're better together. We're better different. We're better filling in, you know, the holes, the different spots that we all fill in. So I think it's, I've really learned to think that is really fun.
1: Yeah. Amen.
2: It's been a bowl.
1: And, it's, you know, and so the people that are listening, if you're in Colorado and you're looking for a church, you know, I mean, there's a, you know, you got yep. River Rock Church right there. Now, are you in, uh, which city are you in? We're in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Okay. Good deal. Um, listen, guys, if you are looking for a church home, you're in that area. These are, I mean, men and women of God, people that just love the Lord and yes. you can learn so much. Just, just, just just go and try it and see and just you'll feel the Holy Spirit you'll you'll get some world-class Bible teaching and uh, you know it's don't stay home I mean just get out don't forsake the gathering the fellowship don't you know let's let's get together and walk this out together you know things are getting crazy we understand that I mean anyone read the back of the book they understand you know that things are are nuts right now but we get to be a light in a dark place yeah
2: that's 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 true
1: Yeah. So uh, real quick, anything, uh, do you play any sports at all? I mean, so you you got an Elmo back there, which is supposedly a rare thing. I'm going to keep a golf ball back here somewhere because what makes it rare is I don't hang on to them very long. (laughs) You know, so, you know, I I, I lose more golf, but it's fun. I I get to go out with my my beautiful wife and get to walk on beautiful fairways and get some exercise. And so I'm not really worried about that. And,
2: And you do learn who your real friends are. Because uh, we, he puts a crown on his golf ball, you know, with one of those little stencil things. Because our nieces yeah. call him King. That's a long story. Middle name's Elvis. You just oh, connect goodness. those dots. Yeah. And um, right. so he, we have friends. We find out who our real friends are because they're bringing us back all the king golf balls. Yeah. <laughs> We're oh, like, oh, found them. Yes, exactly. oh, I found this in the house. I found this in the tree. I found this yeah. in the water. Yeah. We're like, hey, found this on the highway. Yeah. Exactly right. This hit
1: my <laughs> windshield. You know that type of thing. So, <laughs>
2: oh, we've had more fun doing that though, and it's a good kind of blow off some steam. Go walking on the golf course.
1: Well, just so you know, we always, uh, we lift you guys up. We always pray for you and pray for your church. And, and you know, we uh, are, are so excited you're doing what you're doing yeah. there. And we just, we're uh, glad that we're connected. And we uh, are so looking forward to you coming April 2nd here. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, if, if, if you're hearing this podcast before April 2nd here at Sanctuary OK, you know, uh, come out and see us, 1823 South Morgan Road in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. If you're seeing this afterwards, it was the best word ever. He brought the best teaching. You missed you, you it. You missed it. It was awesome. It was
0: absolutely <laughs> amazing. So, uh, Well, you know, I'm, I'm an Okie. Yes. yes, sir. I grew up in Tulsa, so. Yeah, amen. So you'll you'll fit right
1: in with our with our lingo and our food. So, oh, man,
2: and Janie know. and those uh, that OSU cowboy team. I'll tell you what.
1: Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you a fierce. pass on that one, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> one
2: We're, of our pastors on our team. <laughs> She's always. I'm a Texas fan, so I don't fit.
1: Yeah, that's where. Oh well, oh, Stephen, you owe you. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, I know you. guys.
2: We don't say house. I'll root, don't. root
0: for either one of them. I don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah, good. Well, this part. So you look back at this podcast, you'll see that Rebecca's been edited out for her Texas
2: comments. <laughs> <They just laughs> black bars on my face.
0: Hey, but you you got uh you got the young Peyton coming in. Uh, the uh manning boy. Yeah, did he sign with OU? Texas. Yeah, he, he signed with Texas. Oh, He's right oh with yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, well, he
1: belongs in Texas. Good, uh, okay. It's God's so, country. <laughs> yeah. so, well, listen, we sure appreciate you coming with us. We, you know, uh like I say, if you guys need anything, let us know. Um We're so thankful for what you're doing. We are. Uh, we love listening to your teachings, and we're looking forward to having you live in person. Maybe one day we can get out that way. You know, Colorado is, you know... uh I hit golf balls further in Colorado. So that's.
0: thinner air. Yep.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, well, listen, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for spending time with yeah. us. We know
0: you're busy. Yeah. Look forward to getting being with you and meeting your team and and uh, ministering and being a blessing. So you let us know how we can serve you when we're there. So, okay. That's awesome. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. God, God bless, bless
2: you. God bless you guys. Tell Joanne you. hi. You.
1: All right. All right. So, thank you guys for joining us on our podcast, Crown One on One with Rick McFarland. And what we do is we do this every week. So go to crown1ministries.com or streamgrace.com. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Go to crown1ministries.com or sanctuaryok.com. We love you guys, appreciate you, and we will see you soon.